0: arcade cozy uh the coziest game room on the internet my name is chris
1: my name is Corey,
0: and we are coming back at you fresh off the uh playstation state of play
1: Corey. yes yes we are minutes
0: minutes following actually maybe like an hour but still yeah about those an are hour. Minutes. those are 60 <laughs> minutes That's technically That's short we're, yeah <laughs> we're right behind it um yeah we're we're kind of thick in what would have been e3 season had e3 still existed existed um yeah and so you summer know, games fest so. yeah summer games fest and just random stuff that everybody's deciding to throw out there so um it's you know announcements chaos. are kind of coming yeah it does Controlled feel chaos. a little yeah it's kind of a weird thing because it does kind of feel like it's chaotic because under the e3 banner like everything feels very constrained you kind of know i mean like people will make announcements outside of it but it's very much like you kind of you can look and look at these kind of scheduled things but meanwhile like you know sony has this state of play planned and then nintendo just
1: said hey we're dropping pokemon stuff yesterday here you go yeah and then there
0: was right and then a couple hours before the state of play like um Bioware is just like hey here's the new Dragon Age title like still nothing more but you know it's a title like here <laughs> comes. you go and, you know I mean people just kind of like dropping stuff out of thin air it seems like so um we we uh, we see all the say. like we're gonna we're gonna unpack a little bit talk about what we saw um yeah. spend a good bit of time talking about that and then a uh, little cleanup on the back end just what we've been playing Corey you've yes. you started Citizen Sleeper I have um, I have Based on your recommendation I, and others, yeah, yeah, I uh, I started and finished oxen free as Look per what I promised <laughs> I would. Capital do G gamer. Yeah, well, you may downgrade me to a lower G gamer when you hear the the struggles that I went through. In oh, okay. Um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but, um, but we'll, I we'll track get to it that. for now. Yeah, <laughs> Um recorded. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to talk about some of the cool stuff at the Sony thingy? Uh, yeah, I'm down for
1: state of play. Um, okay. Just out the gate. Tell me what would you, what's your rating for it on a scale of F to A? Where'd you F to A? Um, B minus. B minus. One of, my, one of our mutual friends also told me B minus. Um, okay, I'm, go- Look at I'm that. going with like like C minus, and I'm going to tell you why.
0: C minus. C minus. Okay.
1: Great games announced. I mean, go ahead out the gate. Spoilers if you haven't watched it yet or if you're living under a rock. We have RE4, not remake or mm-hmm. remastered. They just said RE4, so uh, take for
0: that what you will. Um, Looking we- at it just to like interject like yeah. looking at it it looks like a full on remake I mean knowing how much like RE4 is coming up on like 20 years old at this point and yeah, considering it looks like it came out 20 years ago this is absolutely going to be remake
1: yeah well i I mean that in terms of like they might take a little bit more um creative licensing with the story yeah Uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: and that's true yeah um who knows if it's gonna be one for one if it's just a big graphical upgrade if it's a new story but yeah right either way
1: re4 huge huge that's a day one play for me even though i'm a big scaredy pants um like i will be picking it up and um, We have a sleuth of uh, VR titles, which no one will play. Um, if you do play VR gaming, I'm, I don't mean to disrespect you or dismiss it. It's just one of those things is it hasn't quite found mainstream playability
0: yet. Yeah, and I think that that's the, that is the thing, is like, I who knows if it ever will? I mean, I feel like, yeah. like, PSVR Two, I mean, could be great could be like the first time that I get VR, who knows? But like, you know, I feel like the Oculus Rift, Meta Rift, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like, I feel like if that wasn't going to open the gates into like VR gaming, then it's gonna have to be something like on the same caliber. Like right. something that is not connected to a console, something that is like, and I don't know if that's like ar functionality i don't know if it's like something huge else non-gaming that would have to do it but yeah like i doubt psvr2 is going to be the thing that finally no. breaks the breaks the seal. Yeah, i don't think so
1: but um for the reason why i'm putting it lower is because there's that i mean you know final fantasy 16 that's huge there's tunic seasons a uh, new street fighter And Spider-Man's coming to PC and a couple of other indies. And Stray is a day one launch on PlayStation's new subscription. All that's great. But regarding the big, big titles, none of that's coming out till. I mean, we saw, what was it, early 2023 for RE4. That's going to be like summer 2023 final fantasy 16 they said summer 2023 i'm expecting like holiday season 2024 kind of a thing and so all these things are very cool to see these updates but none of it is particularly pertinent outside of stray which looks a very neat concept but an unknown quantity and tunic which comes out in september you know and so Very exciting titles, very exciting gameplay shown, but nothing, there is no, nothing imminent, truly, in my opinion.
0: And I think that's why I put it down. And and you're not wrong. Um, Now, uh, so Callisto Protocol, it did say December 2022.
1: Is that Dead? So I thought when I was watching that, um, I've never played Dead Cells, but it looked an awful lot like Dead Cells. You mean Dead Space? Yes. Sorry. Yes. Dead Space. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. My it's
0: bad. um from what I understand, it is from the creator of Not Dead, Space. Dead <laughs> Space. Um, I don't know if that's the studio or if it's like the like the person who headed up right. Dead Space okay. originally, if that's them. Um, but yeah, it's got Dead Space um talent behind it and energy. So I imagine it's gonna be very up that range, and I was watching like I, <clears throat> I was kind of bouncing in and out of the live stream. But yeah, during that, there were people just all in chat thinking that it was something to do with like the Dead Space remake that they're putting together, right. and it's not. It's a whole nother thing. But that comes out in December, and then yeah, Tunic looks is horrifying. September, yeah, September twenty um, seventh, I think something like that. Um, Roller Drome. The roller derby shooter thing um, comes from the people that make the Ali Ali games. It also um, looked like um, <clears throat> a
1: recent game that came out as well, or at least
0: like similar art
1: style. Whoa, what was that game called? Um, uh, Japanese S- Breakfast
0: did the. Yeah, Sable. S- Sable. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was kind of my original thinking whenever I saw it pop I up was that it was, was going to be, be Sable coming to. PlayStation, um, but same. no, it's it's that which I mean. I, I mean, it looks kind of neat. Like I, it, it, um, it looks
1: like nonsensical and, fun, which I can get behind.
0: Yeah, and it's honestly kind of surprising that it's coming out this year, considering Ali Ali World by the same right. people came yeah. out also this year. Um, so you know, different teams. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, I totally get your point like it's um whenever it comes because again it's not like there's just a ton a ton of stuff sitting waiting to come out this fall like there's yeah i mean at this point you have spoken um coming out in october um god of war ragnarok's supposed to still come out in 2022 but i doubt it um i very much and, doubt it at this point yeah and beyond that, I mean, you're not having any of the, you know, Naughty Dog doesn't have anything kind of on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Insomniac does, but at the earliest, it's going to be New Spider-Man next yeah. year, um, maybe, or you know, maybe Wolverine something next year, but probably further. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of like missing talent there, and mm-hmm. it you know it makes me wonder like if they're going to I don't know. It makes me wonder if they'll have another state of play, like in a couple of months, that will kind of show off more. Um, But it, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like I, I understand the reason that I rated it, I guess higher is because some of the stuff that they did show did make me more excited than I thought I would be. So like, um, street fighter six, um, kind of hit me to where I was like, you know, I played, Street fighter means a, f- a good bit to me because I used to play street fighter 2 a bunch with my brother growing up. We would go to the arcade a lot and play street fighter, um, Marvel versus Capcom, like right, all that yeah. kind of stuff. It was just kind of like a classic thing in that. Um, and I played like, I have bounced around just because again, like street fighter is one of those things where it's best played with the people um and so like it's never been a game that's like super well structured to playing just by yourself um and that's why i mean i sat out on street fighter 5 i have it as like a playstation plus download from some month sitting on my console to play at some point but i think i um, do too yeah i could pick it up but it's it's one of those things where it's like well you know, I mean, I other all that I'm going to do is like try and like maybe play against people online and get just stomped and it's just <laughs> not going to be this yeah. pleasant experience. Um but the thing that hit me with that was that like Street Fighter 6 seemed like they were going to have more of a like story kind of thing. I mean, there was like open world exploration. There was more like, it seemed like they were trying to integrate more of an actual like content and thing to do in the game that honestly got me excited and made me, I think, feel legitimately nostalgic where I was like, Oh, like I feel like I could really, I could get into street fighter six. If there's like something to do other than just like play, play, arcade over and over, you know, like do a few things like that. Um, and then like Final Fantasy 16, like I'm, I'm still bonkers. Yeah. I'm so like, I'm still, I don't know. I'm very old school Final Fantasy. Like I still have trouble with the fact that they've moved this direction where it's a like super hardcore, like just action game as opposed to like yeah. a more strategic J- jrpg yeah. um so like that in and of itself was a like seeing it play that way um was a little bit more like uh like i'm i'm not super sure about that but i like the tone that they have and just the overall setting that they have i think and again, who knows, but like, I think one of the things that turned me off a little bit from Final Fantasy 15 was some of the modern entity to yeah, it, where even yeah, though it was like a fantasy thing, you know, you're driving around in a car and it's very like it's mixing a lot of that stuff And it. It did kind of take me a little bit away from it. And so the fact that they are going a little bit more fantasy with it and maintaining some of that, like I think could be really neat um so i'm excited about that um and again like i don't know maybe maybe my bar is low like i'm i'm coming through here um oh yeah the the eternites game the dating sim fighting thing yeah, that kind of looks like persona
1: like, i don't say it like a knockoff persona to me
0: so yeah i mean and that's the thing it's like it it is if there is a genre of game that like is potentially at all ends of the spectrum at any given moment, it's going to be like your anime games, whatever. Like, because they could be all over the place. They could be, you know, Scarlet Nexus last year. I mean, people kind of assumed would like maybe not be all that great. And a lot of people loved it. Um, And then you have games like uh, the God Eater games, which are kind of like knockoff monster hunters, which people Mm -hmm. feel, you know, who knows about. You have that um, Code Vein dark souls like one that people weren't super happy about um so who like but the thing that strikes me is that it's very like it seems like it's wearing a lot of persona energy on its sleeve um and taking some like stylish action so i i mean you know you and i both are suckers for persona i Oh, and yeah. if it if it puts off some Persona energy, I might in. be into it. It might. I'm a
1: little upset that Persona <clears throat> Four Golden hasn't been announced um, for release. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> on some <onto> modern consoles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's on PC. You could play it on Steam. I could. I could. You can I buy a could. Steam Deck, and, and then you could finally play it. I would love to buy a Steam Deck, Chris. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you can help me write my sales pitch for that one, I, I'd be <laughs> very happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like. I'm not. I'm not excited about. I'm personally not excited about Resident Evil Four remake. Um, I played Resident Evil. Granted, like I played Resident Evil Four last year for the very first time in the yeah, year. I've never played it. Still yeah, played it's. It um and it played like ass. Like it yeah, was remember, not a fun. <laughs> it was not mm-hmm. a fun experience because it was so chunky and it was so like they used you know, the word I, tanky. I, it, it's just, very tanky. I mean, yeah, that's that's how people usually describe it. Is but I have never felt a character feel that difficult to control as I did whenever I was playing Resident Evil Four and you know, it has this very like beloved kind of pedigree. And so like, you know, it may end up being a thing where the remake comes out and maybe that's like a really, like, maybe I kind of go back to it and I have like a good sense for where it was and where it came to and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I could really enjoy it for that, but I don't have this, like, you know, I don't have this feeling in my heart of just loving Resident Evil 4 or Resident Evil like in general that much that I'm gonna get super hyped about it. Um but yeah, it's I I may who knows? Maybe I maybe I did rate it a little bit too high. I think I think I'm looking at it and just kind of like some of the stuff they did show off was neat and I think got me more excited than I thought it would. Um, but yeah, whenever you look at it as a big picture, it is a little bit continues to kind of like Whenever you look at it as, okay, well, what's coming up in a couple of months then? Like, what do I really have to look forward to? Um, Yeah, it's a little bit light. And for me, like, one of the biggest uh, disappointments, kind of, is just, like, Tunic was there, and uh, what was the other one? Seasons, Uh, which looks really...
1: Season, yeah. It looks pretty cool, honestly, but it's... yeah. I would rather the, that style of game, or at least what they're showing, I would rather play that on the Switch than on the PlayStation.
0: Yeah, and Hina may be coming to the Switch. Who knows? Um, but, but yeah, I mean, beyond that, there's, like, I would have loved to see more, like, indie love. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. would have been a big thing. Because even if it's not, like, because, I mean, that's the thing that Nintendo has going on a lot of times is like they'll have their big, okay, we're going to have, um, we have Arceus and we have Kirby and we have Nintendo switch sports. And then we have Xenoblade and we have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but like mixed in the middle of it, we have all these like smaller things and like smaller B tier games, but then also like a bunch of indie titles. And so it's a lot of stuff that you can kind of like really, maybe not everything's going to be for you, but there's something there. And I think that that's also like Microsoft's strength in a big way is that like game pass allows for them to really put a lot of time and energy Mm -hmm. into like really allowing some of that exposure. And that was the big thing I think had, I think had there been like a lot more indie love where it's like, look at all this really cool stuff, then yeah, I I, th- I think it would have felt a little less sparse, um, but yeah. yeah, I I mean I get what you're I I'm saying all that to say I get what you're saying. Like it it's um they had some really good things I think Oh there, yeah, I mean, but very like coming away from it, you're like, okay, I'm gonna be really excited for uh, most of this stuff next year. Um, yeah. and that's you know not always the most fun thing to take away. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not really com- I mean, I'm I'm critiquing it,
1: but I'm not complaining because I'm still like okay, I still have to finish Elden Ring. Uh, BT Dove's beat General Radon. He sucks dig like. <laughs> yeah. Um um but and then there's also my backlog of games of like Tiny Tina's that I really enjoyed like that first bit I played and I really want to go back and play and wrap that and like play yep. through that whole game. Um yep. so not complaining, but it's one of those things, uh, I feel like there hasn't been a PlayStation showcase in a long time. I, I might be misremembering, but I feel like, what, like January? So about six months ago, I want to say. Maybe in February. It hasn't like that. been that long.
0: There's, I feel like it's only been a couple of months. Oh, well, let you look me it look. Up? Yeah, I'll um, look
1: it up. Well, I could be very wrong, but I feel like it was January or February, which is five, six months. And then coming around for Summer Games Fest, it feels like one of those things of, oh, it's 30 minutes. Oh, nothing's coming out this year. Really, it's outside of like four games of the 12 you show it's about a third or two thirds of your lineup, like isn't like releasing this year. Uh, Just kind of I'm like, I feel like you could have done better or at least like put it off to like the end of summer or something along those lines,
0: you know? Um, yeah, but yeah, I understand. Um, but yeah, it's, it is, I mean, and who knows, like there could be other stuff that's like gets us really excited. I mean, this is the very beginning of the summer games Fest. Like even if it isn't, and I mean, that's the core thing of it is like some of it may just be, Sony doesn't have the partnerships and stuff to lock it down on their own state of play. And also, I mean, state of play kind of is designed to be their Like a lot of their stuff specifically, like their big properties, their whatever. So, I mean, it could be that some of the big stuff that we're most looking forward to this fall that's coming out is going to be like from a third party studio that just kind of like announces something in the next day or two. Um, and you know, the big stuff, yeah, the big stuff obviously, you know, just not being around until mm-hmm. like next year. So yeah. we'll see. Um, Regarding yeah. back to Final Fantasy 16,
1: did, yeah. did it seem like you were playing as the gods in those fights? Because if so, again, like this is Final Fantasy going full Final Fantasy, if this is the case. Yeah.
0: That. That was kind of the implication that there was like direct I mean there were there were moments in there where it seemed like a lot of different things. It seemed like it had very Fun Fantasy 15, 7 remake kind of like action energy. There was almost like devil a devil
1: may cry at times too.
0: Yeah. And then there were a couple of spots where like it was showing your life bar and his life bar and almost kind of like looked like it was Street Fighter. Like a <laughs> Yeah, I mean, or like for honor or like oh, Dark yeah, Souls, so. even, where it's like you're yeah. fighting this one big guy, and rather than it being like this hack and slash boss fight, it's a lot more like precise. Yeah. And then yeah, you had the big Titans where you're seeing Kaiji those fighting. and it Yeah, I mean, and I don't know how much of that is like just cinematic. Like they're just kind of like putting it out there, or if it is more like you're doing some direct, which I don't even know how that would work other than just like pressing a button and then like Bahmut's casting yes. mega flare. And then Almost it's a quick you know, Yeah. Um, but yeah, it legitimately did seem like there was some part to it where they were like you were having some sort of control, but who knows bonkers.
1: I'm in. I'm sold. Yeah.
0: But
1: next yeah. year it is, yeah. or two years from now, really probably knowing them. So, yeah.
0: but I mean, how do you feel about? Um, by the way, the last one that I can find, there was a state of play in March. Okay, so, so three months. Okay, maybe. Not so it was as as yeah, it, it was longer than I thought. I thought there was one in like April. Um, but that's whenever they showed off. Uh Valkyrie Elysium, Diofield Chronicle, which was like that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed off the uh more for spoken Strangers of Paradise yeah. demo came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was kind of like the, right before Ghostwire Tokyo and Strangers of yeah. Paradise and all that stuff. Okay. Um so yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, Corey, how did you feel? How do you feel about Pokemon? Did you watch the trailer for Pokemon? I have watched the trailer for Pokemon. I have lots and lots of thoughts.
1: Um, so I'll go ahead and I'll start with them. Uh, the the professors, please. please. Um, what's the SpongeBob quote? Um, uh, it's like, oh God, he's hot. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> you, remember, you you remember that uh, yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. i was talking about where that's what it looked like with the first time. Okay, so we have Giga Chad. Over here. Yep. And yep. then we have like the outdoorsy, like nature like woman as well. And I'm just like, okay, this is a direction. Like I don't it's certainly yeah. a direction.
0: Um yeah. And- it it uh it took me aback because it was like I mean, people already like from the first trailer were kind of assuming they were going to go in like in just a they were going to adjust the art style a little bit, like make it a little, you know, less cartoony, get away from a little bit of those, like those, that kind of graphic style and kind of bring it down a little bit. And, um, and it very much seemed like that from the outset. And then you see both of them and it's like, you know, that just like the screen catches fire and it's this, I mean, and it it was like, this feels incredibly unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> it's just like borderline who, whose idea was this
0: <laughs> why <laughs> who approved yeah, it um yeah they are the hottest professors uh known to have ever existed um These and facts. there's no reason behind it apparently yeah, asked <laughs>
1: yes, the art the artist was like so why he's like because i felt like it or her Yeah, i felt like yeah it.
0: He was. Um, he designed that in the midst of COVID when he was very alone. Is yeah. what that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he <is> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but outside of that, it seems uh, it, it it almost re. We talked about this when they first showed it off, but now I'm like tripling down on it that RCS was a demo. Even so, for yep. the story as well, because in RCS you have two dueling ideologies between your two factions, and um, that's the same here. It seems like one professor very much feel is like set in the old ways of Pokemon and like the traditions of it, while the other one is like moving to the future and pushing ahead, and is yep. um, will to forget the old. And it's just again not a bad thing with RCS, but it's just that that was my big take of the two professors. It's okay, we're getting in a. A more fleshed out, more story. Um, It seems very vast. Again, fully open world. Now we'll talk a little bit more about what that looks like according to them um, going forward. But then you have very futuristic little stops that look like gas stations. Which leads me to um, the legendaries, which just look absolutely bonkers. Sorry, I've used that word a lot so far, but I'm just flabbergasted, bamboozled by the fire legendary with a tire for a chest, and then the electric legendary that has a... motor penis? Yeah, it looks like a dildo. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But on top of that, it has a motorcycle seat for a butt with jet engines for feet. I'm just like, again, who designed this and why?
0: So, so... The I'm trying to I'm trying to think of where to start with it. I'm just trying Um, not to poop on it too much because I will say altogether. No, I mean, excited
1: for the game. It looks very, very fun, a very new
0: direction. But the art style is just what? I think by and large, like I mean, for one, like I think if Sword and Shield, I mean, I know there are plenty of people who feel plenty of different ways about Sword and Shields, like art style and whatever, and you can. Go the hell away from me. Um, (laughs) It's fine. Like Pokemon is, it's fine. It doesn't have to have (laughs) like this. This to be the Last of Us, like realistic art style graphics. But to its credit, I mean, anybody can admit. I mean, Sword and Shield was first shown like what eight months before it actually came out. That sounds great, and the the graphical like jump between those two points was gigantic. I mean, people compared oh, it like yeah. there were, there were plenty of compared and like, and this is the same thing. Like some of the stuff, like some of the textures on the Pokemon look a little weird. Like they look too shiny. Um, It's some of that stuff. Like it'll all, it's going to iron out. It's know, all going to really worried
1: about that part because yeah, it's just, it's going to buff itself out.
0: Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, I think legitimately, and I, to some extent, I'm kind of a Pokemon apologist. Like I don't know a wee bit, other Chris. than just a wee bit, uh, other than Sun and Moon, I don't know that I've just like gone into a mainline Pokemon game and like been disappointed. Like pe- plenty of people have been disappointed right. in Sword and Shield, and you know all of this kind of stuff. Like even Black and White, like I enjoyed. I like X and Y a lot. Um, the only like the only Pokemon game in recent memory that I, you know, was more neutral on was Arceus, um, yeah. which I think largely was due to the fact that it seemed more like a tech demo than it did like a full-fledged game. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like they were testing out a lot of ideas, which, yeah, I agree. I mean, you said it before, like whenever we were talking about Arceus, but yeah, it's it very much seems like all of those ideas that they were setting up really are being implemented here where Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be like a pretty solid fusion, which honestly, like some of the stuff from Arceus, like even though I didn't love the game itself, like even just stuff like the, the uh, like swift mode, I can't remember what it was, but like being able to switch between like harder strikes and faster strikes and like doing that kind of stuff, like just adding some of that strategy was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And having a little bit of that, like, having the outdoor adventure, having things like that. Like the fact that they would be bringing that into a fully fleshed out world with other people and stuff like that is very yeah. appealing to me. Um, and then at the same time, like even, and I thought this is where you're going with it with the story, but like on a, like even the story stuff. Cause I mean like, so it's, it's going around on Twitter and everything. And I mean, it's really difficult to know, ahead of time what the story is going to be like but it very well could be like what you were talking about where it very much is okay you're existing in one world and there is a faction that is very beholden to like the past and one Mm -hmm. faction is very beholden to the future and they're at war with each other quote unquote just kind of like trying to like progress or trying to like hold to tradition but it's also possible that Scarlet and Violet could legitimately be like in Scarlet, you were playing in a past version of this land oh. and in Violet, you were playing in a future version of this land. And maybe it's not, maybe it's legitimately like maybe it's one story and maybe it pulls you back and forth between the two. Like you're going Mm-mm. to the past, you're going to the future and like you're interacting with both and you just so happen to link up with like, the past legendary and Scarlet and the future legendary and Violet and whatever. Um, but you know, I've heard people talk about the fact that like it could end up being that where it's like they could be legitimately, I mean sun and moon, for instance, it was very small, but like if you played sun and you played moon at the same time, like it was daytime in one and it was nighttime in the other. Like it's not a huge thing, but like it's not very often like nowadays, Pokemon having a multiple game release is very, is very much just tradition more than anything. Like there's not a whole lot of reason for why they do it. Um, Back in the day, it was this big novelty. Like there, you know, there were, it was, it it was encouraging you to play with other people. And now it's just like, it's kind of more of an annoyance of like, I want to fill out my Pokedex. Who's going to finally give me (laughs) the other Pokemon that I need. And so the fact that they could potentially go that route where it's like these are two completely different experiences, like same general thing, but they are like past and future. That would be really cool. Do I I, think that's what's going to happen? No. What I think is going to happen is I think it's going to be one world and I think it's going to be one story where you do bounce between the two in a yeah. similar way that like Arceus, you were from the future. You fell yeah. into the past, like something in that realm where you're getting potentially pulled between the two at different points. And you're having to like save the world, quote unquote, through these different time periods. That's where I think it's going because I think it's, I think yeah. it would be a lot to fully Well, I mean, I say all that, but again, they've, I mean, they've clearly said that the game, you know, the Nintendo or the Pokemon account clearly did say like, this is an open world game and this is like, it's not going to hold on to the traditional Pokemon story structure. So,
1: um,
0: so I don't, I don't know, (laughs) honestly, but I mean, that that's where I would put my money is singular story that where you bounce back and forth between the two. And I would as
1: well. I think that theory is very interesting and I would be about it, but kind of rolling with what you were just talking about how they've stated that it's not going to follow the traditional story is uh, the general consensus is that it's like fully open world. You kind of choose where you go. And if you walk into a place like 200 leveled, like, you know, sucks to suck. Kind of a thing. It's not going to follow the the traditional and contingent. Like, okay, I go here. This is the first gem. I go here. This is the second gem. That's going to be more exploration, more like discoverings, like, and then stumbling across cross a gem that like you can conquer and can um like push past that. At least that's what I've yep. read. That's what I understand. And I find that very appealing, very interesting. I hope it doesn't turn into a like, them putting you in too high of levels in like a tradition and like in a path that would make logical sense just for the sake of you beating your head against the door to go somewhere else. I hope it's not that, but I do hope yeah. it's kind of a you know you can kind of figure it out and kind of graze and like stroll to areas that like you are able to succeed in, but still occasionally stumbling along wrong paths and you know getting your butt kicked. I think that'd be a very I think that's a very fun idea and a very fun mechanic. I just hope that they're gonna do it properly.
0: Yeah. And I mean history has shown us that um you should never put too much faith in the Pokemon Company yes. to like fulfill all of those things. Like, I think if you go into it and you like temper your expectations and you are looking for like a solid Pokemon. I mean like sword and shield, like there are plenty of people who were poo poo on sword and shield, but by and large, like I had a wonderful time with it and it was like, it was not a, it was not this like dream big open world thing, but like I felt, I felt the most like, into a Pokemon game with sword and shield than I had in many years. Okay, like, okay. and it really, like it really did it for me. And that's the thing is like, it didn't have, like it didn't do all of this stuff, but it was enough to where it was like, okay, this is, this is a really good experience. Right. And I think that's where they're going to go with this. And that's why, like I kind of consider myself an apologist as by launch. Like it, it would take a lot for me to be, super disappointed um yeah but like i i don't have the i do not have the anticipation this is going to be mind-blowing and just the like second coming and they're going to finally realize all our our dreams and it's going to be this big you know whatever possible who knows Mm. but i doubt it i it's more likely to land somewhere in the middle and that's fine
1: Pokemon has always been a slow evolution across all of its games. Is oh, this is by far oh, yeah. their biggest step, and there's a half step in between with Legends. Um, but it's slow progression, just slow new mechanics, and like kind of catching itself up. It's still going to be a decade behind, but that is kind of the magic of it. Um, yeah. and so. My expectations are probably higher than they should be. I'll probably lower them as we get a little bit closer. But I'm ecstatic for it by like whether like what they are saying and what I'm seeing. It looks like it's going to be a very very good Pokemon game with some interesting graphical takes or art style takes. I'm not too super yeah. worried about the graphics because if anything, I kind of miss the old you know like 32 bit 16 bit style. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I get the, you know, the move to like the new and kind of how it's looked for multiple games now, but I, I miss that older style a bit. So the graphics don't really bother me just because it's like they are what they are.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, believe me, I do too. I mean, my biggest, the Pokemon games didn't run into this fortunately, but like, I mean, one of my, one of the biggest barriers, honestly, like I'm, I'm just going to be very, like transparent here, Corey, um, one, one of the biggest barriers that kept me from really getting into a lot of, um, DS and 3DS games of their time were the like consistent, whatever the hell the 3D graphics were in those games, um, where like they had these stick feet and they were like super, Mm -hmm. I mean, they looked like just like chibi PS1, low poly like yeah. character models and it really put me off and it was something where like whenever a game cause black and white was coming out on the DS and it was still like, it was adapting that top down style into into some of their like modern sensibilities. Like I was like, just do this. Like, please yep. God, just do like, stop with this other stuff. Um, so like you know it's yeah i mean there there have been times in nintendo's history where like i've looked at some of their like consistent choices across the board Mm. and i've looked back and been like man i just wish we would go back to some of that like some of the pixelated stuff some of the whatever and like i i do agree like i there are plenty of times where i look at it and i'm like i really do miss that old school like pokemon sensibility yeah um but I think I definitely do think with um, Sword and Shield, and then moving to this, hopefully, like they are getting they're they're getting to the point where they're getting a feel for that yeah. 3D space in a way that makes it like makes me miss it a little bit less. Um. Again, would love a throwback. Like, I mean, it'd be great. S- uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl were kind of that. I mean, like, same sort of I mean, like yeah, style, but, just different, you know. um but, but, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Maybe one day down the line, they're just like, yeah, we're re releasing Red
1: and Blue as is, as they were. Enjoy. Yeah,
0: ah, which they kind of did. I mean, they're on. Uh, are they on Switch?
1: They're on 3DS. They're no, and- on Switch. Only Pokemon games on Switch are Arceus. Um, sword and shield and diamond and pearl, and let's go. Oh, yeah, and let's go, yeah, and snap, Um,
0: yeah, it wasn't, and snap, yeah, there is snap, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, Corey. How did you just uh, like sever it really quickly? How did you, um, are you excited at all for a new Dragon Age?
1: I am very pumped for a new Dragon Age. I, I mean. This is why I'm very excited for Final Fantasy 16 when it comes out in three years. Um, I am just a sucker for um, like high fantasy, medieval fantasy. That is just you know give give it all to me kind of a thing. Um, And so again, I mean, we talked about it months ago now, but uh, you know, Dragon Age uh, Inquisition. Loved it. I know a lot of people were like meh about it. It Mainly because it was a uh, graphical dumpster fire and like bug dumpster fire for its first like four months of existence. But I didn't play it Uh until like eight months after it came out. Yeah. And it was incredible. And again, yeah, um, I'm not, I am an apologist for anything of that setting. And so more of that I am here for. And so. Yeah. Very, very. Anticipation and expectations are high, yeah. to say the least.
0: I'm, I'm also very excited for it. I mean, I've been, I was, you know, just kind of. I mean, like a lot of people, we didn't hear a word of another Dragon Age game for many a year, mm-hmm. and then they, they kind of like tease. Dreadwolf, the new Dragon Age four yep. that's gonna be coming out. And then they announced, like, oh, it's gonna be this big, like multiplayer. It's gonna have a bunch of multiplayer. It's gonna be this big. And then at that moment, I was like, I don't want this anymore ever. Like, please. I would yep. rather this just not exist. Um, but apparently, I mean, over time, like it it seemed like they took that to heart, and I there isn't gonna be any multiplayer. I mean, it's going to be like a single player game. Good. Um, which I think is the right, the right call in yeah, that yeah. regard. But, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a, at this point, cause Inquisition came out in 2014. Yeah. Um, at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's been, I mean, we're at a teaser at this point where yep. a teasers and a name and it's still been eight years. Like, yep. um, it's, you know, more than likely it'll be close to 10 years before like, it actually comes out, but yeah, I mean, dragon age is one of those, like, I mean, honestly, like mass effect, like the games themselves, I've played more and have enjoyed playing more. But like, I would say like from a lore perspective and just from like the, the quality of just that world, like dragon age really kind of like between the two really kind of trumps it. And it has been a shame to just see it not exist to not like, be there because Dragon Age Inquisition, yeah, I I agree. Like it was a legitimately fun good game. Like I I would probably like given the choice, would probably go back to something more like the Dragon Age Origins kind of like style yeah, of yeah. combat and things like being a little bit more strategic and taking more of the like old school Baldur's Gate Divinity like yeah. just that kind of approach to it. Um I would too. But it was like, still like, you know, the whole dreadwolf stuff, you know, Solus, who's one of your companions, I mean, spoilers for the eight-year-old game yeah. at this point, but, um. The eight-year-old game's DLC. Eight-year-old game's DLC. And also, I mean, like now that this game's coming out, they're saying it in general, but like, you know, you have a, you have a party member in Inquisition named Solus who along, like, Along the way, is revealed to be like the be basically like an uh, harborer of this ancient dreadwolf god, like this elven, yeah. you know. Uh, I can't remember like the exact lord, but or the exact lore behind it. But yeah, essentially, like he was the dreadwolf. He was this like mythical figure in elven like religion and you know mythology, and he turns out to be like this big antagonist for you know for all these different things and he will be the antagonist in this and so it's like but there was a lot of like neat stuff being set up in inquisition like the world was expanding Mm -hmm. there was a lot of cool stuff that was being set up and so to see it just kind of like drop off for a long time has like really been disappointing because i think it has like a big wealth of content that should be explored um and but I want
1: yeah. to like, say regarding Solus, I wasn't mad that he betrayed me and ended up being the bad guy. I was mad that he was sandbagging the entire game. like, dude, like we could have wrapped this like so much easier. <laughs> like, what were you doing? You yeah, know, yeah. I feel jipped yeah. right now. That was my yeah. biggest uh, takeaway of like, dude, you know, this didn't have to be that big of a struggle. You could have just... And then I'm sure there's lore stuff I'm forgetting that prevented him from doing that. But because yeah, there's I like some it. scene where you went... Um. oh what was it called you went to like another plane or another dimension and he found something that essentially like I think unlocked his power or something along those lines
0: I might be making that up but that sounds right I think that was the core of it was that like I can't remember but I think there was a part of him that just I think it was like subconsciously he just did not like it had been kind of like locked away and there was a point later on in the game where it kind of becomes unlocked where he realizes yeah. who he is. And I think early on, like he just legitimately thinks he's just an elven. Like yeah, think, he's he's that. kind of sly and he's kind of conniving, but like he's just kind of like he's just an elven mage. Yeah. And I think at some point like he remembers. Um I could be wrong, but I think that's how it went. I, I think it's that's how it went too. Played. Still <laughs> I'm sitting here like, my guy, do you know how many times I struggled with these fights? you could have made
1: this so much easier,
0: but eh, yeah, here we yeah. are. Um, yeah. But I'm excited about it. Um, yep. And I'm excited to see like what else, I mean, like a week from now they're having more of, I mean, all over the next week, but over the oh, next yeah. like month, it's more like summer games fest stuff. So mm-hmm. we're sure to, I mean, Tons every day I'm coming. sure there'll be, yeah, there'll be like small little things trickle out where it's like, Hey, yeah. we're making a new, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, they showed a Sonic trailer the other yeah. day. Something yeah. like that. Like yeah. um I am that made me no more excited for a Sonic game than no. I ever am, which is none at all.
1: I mean uh, I'll play one, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm necessarily excited for it, but I'll
0: Well I might play it. We'll I'm I, I've played some Sonic games and I'm not the part of it's just lacking like the, old the nostalgia. I like the old school ones. I I played some of the old school ones and they were fine. I I really enjoyed Adventure Two on the GameCube Did with you, Shadow and yeah. Rogue and Big Cat and, and Amy and Did all of Did like you Sonic Didn't play Sonic Heroes. Hero. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <And then laughs> didn't play was, Forces. I didn't play Colors. I didn't play Sonic
1: on the hoverboards. Sick. Yeah, played yeah. the mess up. Um,
0: so, like, I've had, there I've played Sonic, but, like, I'm just, I'm Sonic'd out for my lifetime. Okay. I think. Touche. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Touché. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, whenever that comes out, I will defer to you. And uh, All right. We'll see. Hey, if Sega wants to send us a code, um, you in. can send that directly to Corey. Yeah, please. Um, Hashling Thrasher. It. Or stay Thrasher, either or. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah Cory. Um, do you want to I think that kind of sums up that stuff. Do you want to talk about a few things that we've been playing and get out of here? Heck yeah, let's do it, man. Sweet, we'll do that after the break. All right, we're back. Uh, Cory, what have you been playing? Um, well, I mean,
1: you spoiled it at the top of the top of the episode. <laughs> um, but I picked up Citizen Sleeper and uh, man, it's a great game. I am I don't know how far into the game. Um, You know, time kind of doesn't make a ton of sense there. It takes a while. It doesn't. Yeah. uh, The information screens of like explaining everything. I think Uh like halfway makes sense. Like enough for you you to like go essentially. And then the game kind of clicks into place uh, a couple cycles or what would be days into it. I would say of like, oh, okay, I got it. Like I'm caught up to speed. Like this means this, you know, yep. stuff like that. Yep. Um, all that's yep. just again to say is this is a, a sleeper hit of the year. Um, it is yeah. an incredible yep. game. I'm very digging. it. I'm digging like the ideas is exploring the essentially mm-hmm. like thought provoking question of like, what does it mean to be a person kind of a thing? What does it yep. mean to be like a human and, and, and like consciousness and all that? Like, um, exploring those themes and then kind of seeing how, like, the world operates around those themes as well. And yeah, I find it fascinating. The gameplay itself, um, is pretty much a, a um, what is, what's it called? Like a narrative based game or kind of, yeah. It's, yeah. you're basically just reading and then you kind of choose what you do. I mean, you've explained it there. You have dice at the top of each day. How many dice you have depends on like how good of a condition your body is in. Cause you're a robot and you have to take care of it. And yeah. it's, I kind of wish you could roll the dice instead of it just being like decided for you when you wake up. That's kind of a slight, so, like critique. So of there
0: it? is, yeah. So there is an option that you can upgrade to later, where you you do have the option once a day to re-roll the dice. Oh, okay. Um. So it does give you, um. And the pro tip that I'll give you on that is, you don't have to re-roll all of them. So it'll re-roll all of the ones that you have available. But like, if you rolled. Uh-huh two sixes and three ones you can use the two sixes and then re-roll the three ones Mm -hmm. and then get better things um so it does like you do start getting some other options to be able to navigate some of that stuff later because
1: right now i just use my ones and twos because i chose the class that gives me photosynthesis where i can just like recharge myself instead of having to eat i can just go and sunbathe and i get that energy back and so i just use my like lower dice for that And basically helps me save money by not spending it on food. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying like the side stories are going on. If there's, there's any indication where I'm at, um, someone has found me without trying to spoil anything. So,
0: so you met Ethan?
1: I think that's his name. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. And so, um, I'm having to do, you know, buy his drinks essentially. Yeah. Um, but overall, very enjoyable, very good. It's laying out plot lines very well, I think, as you explore and kind of kind of figure out what to do and what's happening here, what's happening there. Um, yep. All around, I'm digging it. It's a very, very yeah. good game. I don't really, the dice totally. thing was my only complaint, but that's mainly just because I love to see dice roll, and that's because I play D&D. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> the sole reason of why I want to see them roll. Outside of that, yeah. there, there's nothing to say against it.
0: Maybe somebody will mod it in on like PC or something where it's just like big dice falling on the screen. Yeah, if you do,
1: just DM me. I'll buy it. I don't care what it costs. I don't care if it's a scam. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that's really. But yeah, I I did beat General Radon in Elden Ring. Um, Still working my way through Kirby to a couple more levels today. Um, Lovely little game. And yeah, that is where I'm at in the gaming world and what I've been doing. Chris, you have played some games this week tell yeah. us about
0: so those. i i've kind of been all over the place <laughs> with things so i started i started oxen free and yeah, then did. um partially realized that i am a scared scared boy um mm-hmm. and it gets a lot spooky doesn't it it gets a lot spooky oh, um oh, okay. and so I also started because also like I knew I wasn't going to be able to play it when my daughter was around. So I was trying to kind of gauge like what else I could play. Um I started just because I'm a big smart guy who doesn't want to like also take on another big game. I started replaying Persona 4 Golden. <laughs> which is kind of funny that you, you mentioned buffoon. it at the top. <laughs> <laughs> you um you numskull. So so I went into it because I have, because I've never finished Persona 4 Golden. Okay. I have three saves prior to this yes, on Persona do.
1: 4 Golden. Of course you do. Um,
0: and if it gives you any indication of how long. Um, so my, I changed my last name back in 2016. I remember. Two of those three save files have my old last name. Of course they <laughs> do. Them. Yeah. So that's, that gives you some sort of indication. Um, but. How long are these save le- files? How long are they? So the first couple are not that long. There was one that was maybe like six to eight hours. There was one that was maybe in like the 15 hour range. Still not far. Um, My most recent one was like 28 maybe. Still not Um, far
1: in terms of persona.
0: Yeah. um, And that was kind of part of it was I was like, well, I know what happens at the start of this. I've been through it enough. I know... I know the first couple of things I know what's going to happen, but like persona four has been like the one of the biggest black marks on like my backlog, just because it's like, I know I need, I love persona. I know I need to play it through. Um, it's just been, I mean, honestly, like part of it is just, I'm a, big old man and like i have a little bit of trouble like playing solely on handheld nowadays like i just yeah. fall asleep and just like i just kind of want it on the tv yeah, <laughs> I, it's I mean, just I kind it. of like yeah i mean it's so that's a little bit of it. Like it's kind of ironic to have it. Like I would feel like I would have played it more if I had the option to dock it and play. That's kind of why i Um, yeah. I mean, I've looked at getting, cause I mean, they used to have those like PlayStation TVs where you could, yeah. like, you could stream and those are like prohibitively expensive now and you can't find them anywhere. Um, but I looked into getting one of those at one point, like, um, but yeah, I'm, so I started new game. I'm a couple hours in, like it's, you know, I'm, um fortunately percent of four is like shorter than percent of five percent of five is like a hard you're gonna hit hundred hours over a hundred hours um i think percent of four is like in the 70 hour range which is still like no slouch but it's also Looking like it up now. you know uh, just kind 68 of and and a half
1: hours is, is yeah. about what it recommends
0: yeah um so i who knows i'll i maybe i'll make it this time um but then i also started uh star wars fallen order <laughs> oh, it's a great game it's a great game um, great decision so i i had not played it at all um ended up buying the like ps5 release whenever right. it came out um and the only thing that really kicked me into it was like you know they announced the sequel right. will be coming out mm-hmm. um you know there's a lot of just star wars hype in general um and i'm, like, I'm a big yeah i i have not seen obi-wan i have incredible. not seen book of boba I haven't seen like star wars visions or whatever it's called the anime you would love visions one. yeah there's, there's a lot of star wars stuff that i think i would really get into um part of it's like my wife doesn't really care she's not into star wars so we're not going to watch it together um so it's just kind of like i pick it up on my own time and like but like by and large like star wars just stories i consume i i really enjoy kind of taking in um so yeah i at least so far like i'm not too far in it um but it's like i'm enjoying it like it does kind of my biggest knock is the the like The platforming sections feel like ass. Like they're not, they're not great. They get a little bit better
1: towards the middle, but they're still never great, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: It, it doesn't, it definitely feels a little like less precise than it should. Yeah. Like it feels like when I'm looking at it, like I feel like I can typically kind of gauge by looking at a game, like, how much leniency I should be able to give mm-hmm. on like jumping or parry timing or whatever, and like I feel like it. There's some dissonance there.
1: It's um, if I remember right, the parrying is like a half second later than it should be, and I think it drove yeah. me up the wall.
0: Yeah. Um, um. So there, there's a little bit of that there, but so far, I mean, like you know, I'm all about like original Star Wars stories, and you know, I, plus I, I watched. The majority of Shameless. So um, there you go. The, yeah, The main character, yeah. like he's, he's just in there. <laughs>
1: um, I think
0: one of my coolest
1: moments of gaming and one of my friends, he was like watching me cause he gave me this game. Um, uh-huh. He gave me Fallen Order and there's a moment, there's a boss fight in the middle of the game. And okay. how much do you know about the game in terms of like, combat
0: um Endola. not i mean really not a ton other than i mean i know that it's like the combat's kind of it's very souls-esque souls-esque um but i don't know much about the story i don't really know much about where it goes from there so okay well i don't
1: know if i want to spoil it for you now then but there's a moment where it's I timed something absolutely perfectly on scream on scream and okay. we were because we were like, chatting and we were both so hype of <laughs> like when it happened just like losing it because it it was a very very cool moment um, but yeah, whenever you yeah. get to it I will then spoil it okay. for you um, okay yeah but, uh, he to listens it. to this podcast and so he'll know exactly what oh. it is and. Ah. Um, all right, that's a very, like, a top, like, five gaming moment for me of just, like, timed it perfectly, and it was just so cool. Just so yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. Um So I, I started both of those. Um, they're, you know, who, who knows how much I'll make it into right. to any of them. <laughs> just, I'm just kind of, like, I'm Order trying to figure good. out, like, what I'm going to... I would finish
1: Fallen Order. Yeah. It's a very good game.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I... Well... To my credit, I have a Notion file or like page or whatever set up for like my video gaming backlog and stuff. And in it, I have like um, the how long to beat times in there. Yeah, so a lot of times like, I'll go in there whenever I'm trying to think of what to do and I'll sort it by, okay, what's the shortest game that I can play in my yep. backlog That's and i'll right. sort through in that way like and jedi fallen order was kind of toward the bottom of that because i think it's like in the 15 to 20 hour range 15, like it's 20 not, hour yeah. yeah it's not long it's not yeah um so i'd be doing in yeah, a weekend
1: if, i think so oh
0: gosh <laughs> um yeah i so we'll see but um yeah i but i did start and finish oxen free yes um which i've meant to do for a while because it it is this kind of like i like those kind of quirky teenage stories that have like some supernatural stuff and some kind of whatever and honestly like sometimes i forget about it but like back in 2015 2014 2015 2016 like i was working on a web comic that i did mm-hmm. for a while oh i remember and they i read were, it. every issue yeah, there were games that i took some like inspiration from like art style wise and just yeah. kind of like story wise um night in the woods was one of them um and oxen Checks free out. was another one um and it even though I had never played it, it's, it has been this thing where it's like, okay, like this, I did, like, I was really into this style and like this, whatever the story was and anything, at least that I knew about it. Um, but yeah, I played it, I beat it basically in like two sittings and the first sitting I did and played till maybe like one in the morning and nice. legitimately like was kind of scared to go to bed. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> can I make it to the bedroom and will I be? Got? So I'm not a big, I'm not a big horror person. Partially like I really like horror stories, but I don't necessarily like experiencing the horror itself Yes, yes. because I think like the horror, I think, horror stories in general, like where they come from are usually like very, they're very human, Mm -hmm. like more so than plenty of other stories. Like they're very human. They're very focused in on like human trauma and guilt and just all of these things. And I think they're really fascinating. Um, But if you're not into the horror aspect, it can be a little prohibitive. Mm -hmm. And like, I went into this thinking it was going to be kind of like Scooby-Doo and it was definitely a lot more like, yeah, it was definitely a lot more, like, Exorcist um, oh. level. Like, it's <laughs> I don't know if very, I want to play this anymore. <laughs> well, I and it comes from somebody who's never really watched The Exorcist. But, like, the big thing for me, like, is... So, I mean, you and I both, we grew up with, like, a Christian background. Yeah. Like, the... I mean, one of the things that always, like, regardless of horror stuff, the thing that usually, like, puts me on edge most is stuff having to do with like possession. Yeah. Um and that's that's the core of this oh. like kind of story. I is ghostly possession and, and things like that. Yeah. Um and so it's like, you know, it's and it's also, you know, I'm not gonna spoil stuff for people who haven't haven't played Oxen Free, but like it is very like it's not just since it is this big like just kind of narrative adventure you're not like it's not first person you're not having these jump scares coming out of corners and stuff there the game kind of plays with you in a way to Mm -hmm. kind of like really so i mean like some of that possession stuff and some of the stuff that's kind of like putting you in these really unsettling situations just kind of happen at Mm -hmm. random like twisting reality and doing this kind Mm -hmm. of stuff um and so we really did like kind of put me on edge where I was like, this is like not the level of scary that I was expecting. I was expecting like creepy, but like fun Scooby-Doo creepy. I wasn't expecting like, this is kind of like a borderline horror game. (laughs) Okay. -hmm. Um, Which some people may not feel that way. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are like, it's not that scary, but like for me felt like it was felt like it uh, felt like it was kind of Kind of hit me harder, but like say all that to say. I think it was a um, I think from a gameplay perspective, like it's not ton of fun because it is a lot of just walking from one end of the screen to the other. There's not much that you're actively doing, um, except just kind of like experiencing these conversations and answering. And there's a lot of like branching paths and relationships with these people, and so it all matters. Um, and uh, they're fun to listen to, but, like, there wasn't a whole lot of incentive or, like, motivation sometimes to play or keep playing just because it was this, like, just slow plotting from one place to the other. Um, i say all that to say, though, like, if you were really into, like, interesting stories about human possession just kind of well human possession but also like you know loss and just kind of like the human condition and things like that like i think it's a really good um example of that because it does tell like very personal human stories and also at the same time like tells a very interesting story that like in a way that it's it's one of the few games that i feel like in a way kind of only works as a game. Like you couldn't experience the story the way that it's being told in any other format. Okay. Part part of that being um, the, when you finish the game, it doesn't like explicitly say like credits roll and everything. And it just says like, it takes you back to the main menu. But if you start a second game, the second playthrough directly like references and like reflects things from your first playthrough Mm -hmm. and is essentially an extension of the game. Like it's almost Mm -hmm. like a part two to everything. Um, and so like there's just stuff like that. Like the story being told is small and succinct. Like it's not like this big grand overarching thing, but you know, the characters are interesting. They're fleshed out. There's a lot of like, um, there's a lot of baggage, a lot of like interesting mm. kind of things being brought into it. But it's also the way that it's being told, despite being like kind of putting me on my back foot because of how scary it was from the outset. It was like, Oh, this is like, I'm invested in this. I want to okay. learn more about like this stuff going on. I'm interested in a second playthrough to figure out more, Okay. which I started. Like I started yep. the second playthrough just to kind of like see, um, I don't know if i'll finish it just because like i was very interested in it to the point where like i went through and started reading a lot of like reddit threads and stuff about like what happened so i kind of like i kind of yeah and i I mean i think experiencing it yeah i think experiencing it would still be great but like it's i went through and was just kind of like looking through so i i got the gist of like the direction and what like what it's going to kind of be doing along the way um but yeah i mean i would say like um i'd say i mean definitely like if you're if you are somewhat interested like give it a shot play it like again maybe play it in on like a saturday afternoon at two o'clock yeah like that sounds good to um, me sounds very appealing yeah um but it's I mean, it is a like, despite it not being the most fun game to play, I think it's a really good story. Okay. And I think like, you know, it's not entirely clear most of the time, but like your choices do matter. The stuff that you're doing does affect like the ultimate outcome in the end. And, um, you know, and that's always like a positive, like yeah. I enjoy games where your choices do matter. Um, so by and large, interesting, Enjoyed it. Um and also nice, just kind of like short, succinct thing. I mean, um, I played it in a couple chunks. You could I mean if you you could pick it up and play it in an afternoon, depending on okay. like yeah, because it's only four or five hours, like it's not any okay. That's it's not not any big that's thing. Not um no granted if you wanted to play through it twice. I mean that's a couple more hours on yeah. it. Um but um, but yeah, it's it's an easy, digestible little thing. So fun. Nice. Yeah. Do you have anything else, Corey? I don't think so. I've been watching Obi Wan no.
1: and uh that's very good. You should you should yeah. do it if you haven't. That's
0: all I gotta say. I really want to. I mean, um I've you know, I mean, there are plenty of people who have been kind of poo-poo about Obi-Wan, but those same people are poo-poo about every Star Wars thing that is not the very first Star Wars thing to have exactly. come out. So um, so I don't really put a whole lot of credence in it. Um, like I said, I just haven't made the time you're good um yeah uh, my wife and i are in like sitcom mode right Mm -hmm. now just kind of like in feel good we watched through like all of superstore recently nice um i had watched through like most of it at one point um but we just rewatched it now we're watching like happy endings which kind of sucks like but is fine um it's i mean i say kind of sucks it's fine it's not yeah it's all right. it's, it it th- it could be worse. It's passable. <laughs> it's watchable. <laughs> but um it's it's good enough to have on in the background. Yeah. Um but but yeah. You know, we're uh we're in that mode so once we're once we're back in like hard hardcore yeah. territory, maybe we'll watch uh, Ozarks or something. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sopranos. Um I could could watch Sopranos. could watch the Sopranos. Um, but yeah, Corey, um I think, that's, I think that's about it. What, uh, a uh, where can people find you this week if they um, don't find you?
1: Go follow me over at, on Instagram at hashslingingthrasher uh, or over on the Twitters at uh, Stay Thrash. You bet. as always, follow us over on our main page at arcade underscore cozy on Twitter where you can find the latest and greatest in minimal tweeting. Yeah. Work in there. Friends find you, uh, Mr.
0: Monroe. Um, they can find us at Arcade Cozy on Instagram. They can find us as well if you want to send us an email, um, at arcadecozy at gmail.com, comments, concerns, Ooh. questions, um, colorful commentary about our colorful commentary if you would like. Um, but you can find me personally at Swiss Fonjo on Twitter and four point pixel on Instagram um, where I do things and create content (laughs) for you to enjoy. Yes. Um, Correct. But yeah, you know, Corey, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next week. Um, I think there's going to be some neat stuff coming Uh, out. Who knows? Maybe Mm. there's not, but Uh, I like to think that most of the, we'll get a little bit more um, stuff. Yeah. I like to think that most, like even with the three, not being around, like there'll be, I think there'll always be like, a the beginning of June general will always kind of be like mm-hmm. a yeah like every, people are putting out some content it'll just kind of be like an agreed upon thing that this yeah. is just when we do this yes um so so yeah i i think there'll be some cool stuff and you know this time next week we could be talking about who knows i mean jack and daxter four i mean sold um take my money blinks the time sweeper three and uh, don't know what that is uh, fable again and yeah. um who knows yeah There's who knows could be anything could truly um, be anything but but yeah the only way you'll find out is if you listen to us next week <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but until then this has been Arcade Kizzy. uh life is hectic why should your hobbies be too there it is boom you're yeah.
1: Y'all have a good one. Love you.